The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. If you find value in the content we provide, consider the tip jar. All the details are in the show notes of every episode. Thanks in advance. This has been an ACB community call. Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, 29 August, 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Unmute. And as always, we want to remind everyone that we're going to go through all of the first questions first. So if we have time, we'll take second questions. Also, please be respectful and make sure everyone gets the same opportunity and respect to answer their questions as you would for yours. I want to let everyone know that I actually just picked up a Sense player, the brand new one from Hymns. So I'm going to be putting that through his paces and we're going to see what that's all about. And I'll uh, be letting you all know how that's going. And the question of the day today is, do you have one of the players, whether it's the Sense 6 or any of the other ones, if you do, what do you love about it? Or if you, what do you love? What do you hate about it? Also with me, as usual, I got Michael Doyce with us. How you doing, Michael? Doing great. And and the Sense 6 is the note taker. It's the Sense player that's the, the player. Correct. And also, also, we got Michael Babcock. How you doing, Michael? I am doing well, Marty. Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, and I will go over a quick recap of the content that's been published uh, recently since the Unmute Presents community call on the uh, 22nd of August. Uh, the Shell Phone Show, we published an episode that shows you how to unlock your blind shell if it gets locked up and you're, you just need to hard reset it. And then on Thursday, we are, I'm sorry. And then also the VO starter 101 uh, episode one. So I'm sorry. Season one, episode one was published also as well uh, on their, on the podcast feed. In addition, we had the securing your website with Demasi and I, where we sat down and talked about how you can make your website more secure for yourself, your business, or your affiliate on Friday. We posted Friday finds. Uh, tech tussles, the captcha conundrum, and robot vandalism. Very interesting three topics, and you want to give that a listen with Lynn. And then on Saturday, Sunday, we posted sending files with LaunchBar, which I think might have helped get Michael D interested in looking at LaunchBar. My favorite, my favorite spotlight alternative. Uh, Monday was technically working. We uh, had a chat about finding success and navigating productivity tools. So there's a quick recap, Marty. I stumbled there for a minute because I've got more to do uh, with different shows that I'm like, I can't get these words out. So there you go. 
Awesome. Well, thanks, you guys. And looks like we got some hands up. And if you have tech questions or you want to chime in on the question, which is, do you own one of the players? And if you do, what do you love or hate about it? And let's start taking some questions. Malcolm, go ahead, please. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, How are you? I'm well. How's everybody else? We're all doing good. Super. I have a question about iPad and iPhone. Um. I have a friend who has sent a text and says that it evidently appears on their iPad or interferes with the iPad. Is there something like where the iPad and the iPhone can share that that would cause that? Or what do you think? So, oh, and I'm sorry, I do not have any of the uh, sensory, sensing things. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so in terms of the messages, so the thing with the messages, this is how this works. If you have a, an Apple device, you know, whether it's an iPhone, an iPad, a computer, they're actually using Apple's protocol, which is now called messages or iMessage, whatever they are calling it this week. But in any case, it's going to automatically show up on all of your devices. And that is only for people who have Apple devices. If you're outside of Apple devices, so like, say, like, for example, you're going to send me a message. I have an Android device. I will get it as an SMS message and it will show up as a different color. So it would be if you have it, if anyone has any visual, you will see anything in green is going to be something besides an Apple device. So if you want that to show up, you'll have to go into your settings and then you'll have to go to messages and you're going to have to turn on. Uh, it's called SMS and MMS. And then that should push all of the notica- notifications to whichever device you want all of them to show up to. But by default on your phone itself, because it has a phone number dedicated to it, it's going to show up all the things. So you'll get anything from anyone on an Apple device, which will show up in blue. If you have any vision to be able to see that at all and everybody else outside of an Apple device will show up in green. Okay. But as if I was to text somebody from my phone and I had an iPad and it was on, would that text show up on my iPad that I sent also? Only if it's an Apple device or you have them turned on. And Michael Deutsch wants to chime in here. So okay. yes, there is an option in on i on your iPhone called text message forwarding. I believe if you go to settings and messages, you should be able to find that that and it will let you send SMS messages from your iPad. So you could send them from your phone and see them on your iPad. You could pick whichever devices. So I can text anybody with an Android phone with my Mac or my iPad and it routes them all through my iPhone. You'd have to turn that on on if you have more than one device. So say like you have a phone, an iPad, anything else, you have to individually turn that feature on in each device. No, you turn that on on your iPhone. Okay. And then it will show up everywhere? Yes. Okay. So so that means if I have that turned on and I send a text message from me to you and you have an Apple device, it'll go to your device and it'll also show up on my iPad that is an Apple device? Well, no, that, that's called iMessage, and that just works anyway, right? But if if you're texting somebody with an Android device from your iPad, then you have to have text message forwarding on. But if it's just an Apple device to Apple device, it just knows, okay, you're on an iPad, you're good. As long as you're logged into the same iCloud account on the same iPad as your phone, as your 
Mac as well. It'll it'll just work. So any text that I send from my iPhone should not be my iPad shouldn't have any interaction with that text message unless you turn on that feature. Okay. Okay. So if I turn on that feature, then it will. If I turn it off, then it won't. Correct. Okay. All right. I think that's getting me the information I need. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Sheila, go ahead, please. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Sheila. How are you doing? I'm a little nervous. (laughs) We've got the hurricane coming. (laughs) Drink more coffee. (laughs) I might need something different. Anyway. Um, all right. Yes, I have two streams, uh, the second generation. I absolutely would not be without a Victor Reader stream. I don't want the third, but I love it for all of its features. So, so everything from talking books to uh, the NLS internet, radio, the podcast, the note-taking, the music, you name it. I just, the other books, I just, I love them. So anyway, um, that's to answer your question. So, and my question, and this is probably not something you can answer, but I'm hoping you can. I was given a smart TV when I had my accident from my recovery. It's connected. If I turn on my HDMI so that I have my local news playing, it'll play for about five minutes, and then it's kind of like a timer. It turns off, and then I've got to hit the OK button to start it again, and it's constantly happening. What? How do I stop that? Is that on the software in the TV, or do you have like another box plugged in to your TV, like it's a another, like a Roku or an K- Apple TV? No, or it's just a regular the regular UVerse box that's connected to the smart TV. Yeah, you would have to go into the settings on the TV and go to probably timers, something like that, and turn off that feature where it stops every however many minutes. So I'm not sure every one of those TVs, if you do the stock thing that's just built into the TV is different and they're not all great. And of course, they put everything in different places. So you're going to kind of have to search around in there. But I think you can turn that off so it'll stop. So on the remote, go into settings and then try to figure out where it might be. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yep. No problem. Now, one other thing if you did have a third party box, you could do it through the third party box and just bypass because you'd be in a different HDMI port. It would just go through the third party box like a Roku, Amazon, Apple TV, any of those. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be using the built in software on the TV. It would just become a screen. And the HDMI port would actually then use the third party box and you would just use that. Well, what I tried to do was download the ATT um, app. But that's still on the TV software. You're not using a third party box. Right. And I, I could not download it. So I'm having to use the box until I can figure out how to how to get that app into the into the TV. So, okay. Thank you. I'll give it a shot. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Next, we have Anisio. Go ahead, please, Anisio. Hey, Anisio. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Well, and greetings to your uh, host per excellence. You have the best host around. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I am, um, I've called before, I'm a pretty proficient user of Windows for many, many, many years with JAWS. I'm getting a Apple MacBook Pro, and I'm wondering if you could give me some resources as to where to start, you know, what the best way to get get on board with with 
a totally new operating system. Obviously, I use the iPhone, so I I will be able to use the 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 what do you call that the the pad on the MacBook Pro. But... Yeah, it's called the it's called the trackpad. So the track there pad, is if mean. you're if you're using voiceover, you can go in and set it up so the trackpad works similarly to the gestures on your iPhone or iPad, where you can do you know single finger swipes and you know all of that kind of stuff. So it is similar. It is still a little bit different though because you're using a different kind of an operating system. You can make it similar, but you'll still have to kind of learn where the stuff on the Mac platform is. But I would suggest if you really want to dive in and you really want to get going, Chanel offers a really awesome uh, Apple class. And I would get in touch with her and find out all the details and do that. It's great. They go through tons of uh, starter and intermediate stuff. And you'll be in a pretty good space once you get through that. So I would definitely check with her. Do you have the contact for for, for her? Or how do I go about finding that on... What you would do is reach out to the community and you would ask to get in touch with Chanel over email and then she'll email you and you guys can connect that way. That's S-H-E-N-N-E-L-L or something like that? Yeah, Chanel Allen. Allen. It's uh, C-H-A-N-E-L-L-E. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E. A-N. A-N. Yep, and that's... um, the current class is full, so the next Mac training class begins in March, but definitely uh, contact me for those details. And before March, anything is there anything online that I can start with or play with? May I make a suggestion? Yeah, go for it. Um, so I all of the assignment, all the reading assignments I give people as extras comes from the Applevis website. A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S dot com. They have a getting started with the Mac uh, link and you'll find a ton of guides under there. Everything should be able to, you know, you've got audio, you've got written guides, a little bit of everything to help you get started. Thank you. And what was this, Chanel? Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'll be in touch. All right. Thank you very much. Did you have another question or was that it? Oh, and, and besides that, I don't use any of the players, by the way. I use my iPhone pretty much for everything in terms yep. of books and music and, awesome. and all that. Thank you. But you guys are wonderful. Thank you. You're great. Yep. No problem. And if you also, you can email us at feedback at unmute.show. And if I come across any other resources, I can email them over to you. Great. Thank you so much. Next, we have Jeff. Go ahead, please, Jeff. Zoom meeting. Hello, everybody. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Well, um, Michael D., thank you. I downloaded VO Starter, and uh, thank you very much for your work on that. Um, Excellent. And I wanted to ask, first of all, I don't use any players. I just use um, my iPhone as well to do um, you know, books through Bard and, and um, podcasts and music. Um, so, yeah, I don't use a player. Um, I had a my cane busted yesterday, and a silly question: Do the AT guys sell canes? I don't know where to get a cane. I don't know, Michael. Do you guys carry canes or no? We do not. Uh, where I send people when you're looking for a cane is the Independence Market. Um, I'm sorry, it's the San Francisco Lighthouse for the Blind and their store over there, and they can help you out with canes. I also buy a lot. I would also. 
I would also recommend Ambutech and go to their website mm-hmm. or call them. They've got tons of canes too, and you can get them however you want, whatever tips, whatever colors, all that yeah, stuff they have too. Colors. So. I'm, I'm, I need to order my blue cane again. Yeah. So <laughs> you can get it. It takes a little bit longer, but you can get any tip you want, whether it's a rollerball or a pencil tip, and you can get it in any color or combination you want. So that's another sorry, option. What was, which uh, place was that, Mark? It's called Ambutech. Ambutech? Yeah, you can just search it on Google and it'll come up. Ambutech Canes or White Canes. Ambutech Canes. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, no problem. Next, we have Nolan. Go ahead, please, Nolan. Hey, Nolan. How are you doing? How are you guys on this fine Tuesday afternoon? We're good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you. um, Something very, very, very disturbingly has occurred this morning. Um, when I was using the uh, iAccessibility uh, accessibility, uh, mobile app. Mm-hmm. So in the tabs, I've noticed when I went and tried to click on the iAcast tab, the behavior um, was, I've explained, um, that there was a problem where the app crashed and this only works when I have like the, this only works when I have the IA cast radio live stream playing, but when I don't, it occurs and it, and it occurred twice. Okay. Especially with voiceover. Thank you for the feedback. I've seen that myself. Um, once or twice. So I'm going to look into it a little further, and there will be up, an update soon. Okay. Just thought I would let you know, and I and I appreciate that, Michael Dice, for um, you know, letting me know, and I appreciate that because that's it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it'll get fixed, and uh, we I've I've seen a few things happen throughout the app, and so I'm going to uh, investigate that a little further. Hopefully by this weekend, I'll have an update to fix some of those issues. Okay. Thank you so much, Michael, for your help. And um, yep. And thank you so much. Sure. And really quickly, Michael Doyce, uh, is there a way for people to reach out over email or anything like that if they're having any kind of questions or issues? Sure. Um, you can always email me at uh, mikedoyce at iCloud.com or feedback at iacast.net. Either one of those emails will go to me. And okay. you could also email feedback at unmute.show and I will make sure that he gets the email as well. Okay. I will be happy to send that out if it occurs. Now, if it, if this issue occurs again, should I send a screen recording over? No, because I, I know it's causing it. Um, so I'll, I'll make a fix. Okay. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good Have day. Have a good one. You too. You too. Next, we have Beth. Go ahead, please, Beth. Hey, Beth. How are you doing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm have a question. I last night I was really really annoyed with my phone because um, I was trying to uh, shut down Peacock, and because um, I had to text someone back, and it went shut down. But when with the keyboard, I had my Apple Wireless hooked up. It exited it but it kept you know my phone kept saying um saying hide video controls every time or show video controls every time i tried to swipe up it didn't say 
app switcher or didn't even go to another app. So I don't know if this is iPhone 13 mini. It seems like I had more more problems with this one. Yeah. Where did you get the phone from? I got it from Verizon. You can always contact them and have them you know, check it out to make sure there's no issues with it. Uh, you could also contact Apple and have them check it out through Apple Disability and make sure there's no issues with it. Um, Apple Disability, that, you said? Um, yes, um, yes. Yeah. Apple okay. Accessibility. Or I mean, yeah, oh, Apple yeah, Accessibility. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Either it's Apple or if it's it's um, my phone. Now, maybe it's just no, like, let's say, assistive touch and... It's a pain in the butt because I don't think I need that. So I, I would definitely reach out to Apple Accessibility because it sounds like, Beth, you have multiple uh, things going on. When you mention assistive touch, that's an alternative accessibility tool. Uh, I'm not very familiar with it, but it sounds like that may be enabled. So I would reach out to Apple Accessibility, have them uh, assist you with it. Related to your video issue, if that happens again, what you can try is to one finger flick down where it says expand video controls. And I believe you should find an option that says dismiss or close because what's happening is you're getting into picture in picture mode, which means that it's showing you your phone, but it's also showing you your video because if you're a sighted user, you may want to still watch that video while doing other things on your phone as well. So again, it sounds like there may be multiple things going on, but next time that happens, try flicking down and see if there's an option to dismiss the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I might even go back to Hulu, too, because that was um, uh, one. There are more shows on there. Um, but yeah, Hulu is yep. much easier to use. There so. you go. Well, there's there's plenty. There's there's not a lack of streaming options out there right now. That's for sure. So <laughs> and, Beth, yeah. I will say one other thing. Not all apps are built equal. So, you know, you might have issues with voiceover in one app where another app might work totally fine. So right. that's something to pay attention to as well. And is there a modify? Like when I do system access, there's a modifier like Keywin. Is there one on my phone? Because when, when I did Bible quiz, I was able to um, answer some of the questions. So it's like it kind of works, but it says button, button. Is there a modifier? key where i can like have it say what the buttons are because sometimes i just have to play with it that that's not in the blindfold apps but yeah i want a game where i can learn the the bible but bible trivia is not cooperating for me so i deleted that app and um so um so i'm i'm like it it said um who is ruth's daughter uh um or whatever question, and I answered Naomi. But then it and then it says button, 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 and sometimes a double tap so, on that. So, so Beth, I'm going to address this real quick, and then we do have a couple other hands, so we we will sure. need to move on uh, to answer your original question. The best way to learn your uh, keyboard and where the keys are is to press and hold the caps lock key and tap the letter K for keyboard learn mode. When you're done, you can use the escape key in the top left corner, but that'll give you an opportunity to explore where your keys are on your keyboard. And the Bible study app, maybe someone has a suggestion for an accessible Bible study app. It sounds like the one you were trying has unlabeled buttons. So if someone does, raise your hand. Stick around, though. Okay, Beth? Sure. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks a lot. Who do we got next there, Key? Next, we have Pam. Go ahead, please, Pam. Hi, Pam. Hello. 
Um, I hope all of y'all are staying safe and not in the path of that hurricane. Um, I I really don't have a question today, but a, a suggestion for Beth, uh, well, several. It sounds like she may either have touch, assistive touch turned on, or she may have both voiceover and Zoom turned on at the same time. And I don't mean Zoom meetings. I mean Zoom, the magnification, uh, accessibility, whatever thing. Uh, When you're in an app with unlabeled buttons, sometimes if you turn on screen recognition, which is a real booger of a setting, if you turn it on when you don't need it, it'll add confusion to insult to injury. But if it's a lot of unlabeled buttons, it'll sometimes save your life. I'm not into Bible trivia, but there is a wonderful Bible study app out there. It's free. It is accessible. It's called U Version. It's the that's the word Y-O-U. The Y is capitalized. And then version, the V is capitalized it's all written together like one word and it is it it takes a while to learn to use it because it's big it's complicated it has a lot of stuff in there but it's wonderful gotcha pam and pam don't you do an an intro to iphone class periodically in the community i am i do well i co-facilitate um there are two of us that work together we have we call it the basic iPhone class. It is on Saturdays, uh, every other Saturday, first and third Saturday of the month. So it'll be this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you're on the ACB community email list, you'll find it. Uh, and even if you are more skilled as an iPhone user, we love to have you because. The more people with possible workarounds and tips and all of that, I mean, we we really welcome anyone. And it's not like a lecture; it's it's a Q and A. So um, perfect. Yeah, perfect. we'd love to have you come on that. Yeah, right, always well, thanks, on that. We appreciate it. Thank you, Pam. Who do we and, got? And next? I do oh. not have a reader. I don't have one of the e-readers. Okay, gotcha. Thank you very much. I don't much. have time. There's not enough hours <laughs> in the day as it is. <laughs> I understand that. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Pam. We appreciate it. Thanks. Desi, go ahead, please. Hey, Desi. Hi there. Um, a couple of really quick things. Um, I I do have a sense player, the non-OCR version that I purchased at the ACB convention from um Hims. And um I'm actually considering it, considering selling it and and buying the Victor Reader Stream third generation just because, for whatever reason, I personally am not finding it real intuitive to use. And it may be because in the past I had Victor Reader Streams, but um, but I don't know. And I haven't been able to find, except just the, the plain manual, I haven't been able to find like any tutorials or anything. Um, if just to let you know if you go onto youtube and you go to the hymns official youtube page they have tutorials from taking out of the box basically and just starting with it all the way through all of the features on there and they're really in depth and really easy to follow so i would check that out 
Okay, so I I did look them up on YouTube, and I apparently didn't find that page because there were only a couple of videos wherever I was looking, and um, yeah, they didn't go through everything. Just so you kind of have to do a little bit of searching, but if you get to their homepage on YouTube, then they have everything on there. So. And I believe it's okay. Jenny Axler that put the videos together and she went through oh. and did real in-depth oh, she's amazing. tutorials. She does a great yes. job. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, so yeah. if that's if not I who you're finding, be- <laughs> because, so what I would do there for you, Desi, is I would just type in Hymns Inc., I-M-S uh, Inc. And when you get mm-hmm. there, it'll pop up and there's a, you'll have a YouTube channel um, about home and several different tabs when you pull up their channel. One of which Mm -hmm. is going to be playlists. And if you double tap on playlists, then they have broken their YouTube channel down. So you can find the Sense Player. They have mixed Sense Player and Sense Player OCR in together, which makes a lot of sense. Um, But you can just play those from uh, episode one through, I believe there's 12 episodes there. Oh, okay. Great. Great. Glad to know that. Um, My other quick question was about another Hymns product, not itself so much, but... um, I have the the Hymns Braille Sense Six Mini, um, and I want to know if there's a way to download Bard Braille books to it. And I don't want to necessarily connect it to my iPhone to do that because you know I don't want to use drain my iPhone battery just so I can read a Braille book. Um, but um, but I don't know if Bard Mobile is supposed to be available. For the Braille Sense Six series of players uh, or um, note takers, yeah, the the note takers. Um, it, remind me, does that have the Play Store on it? It does, and I I looked for it yesterday, but I wasn't finding it. So um, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't there. I'm not yeah. the best searcher in the world. So. Well, if oh. someone has the uh, Braille Sense 6 Mini and knows if Bard will let you download books, please raise your hand because I it should be there, but I have not used that device, so I don't know for sure. Okay. Thanks so much. And one other thing, I, I do believe there was a, an update to the operating system that came out about a month ago on the sense player so that really resolves a lot of things and upgrades a bunch of stuff if you haven't done that i would suggest doing that okay i have not done that yet so i will i will have to see if i can do that thanks so much you guys yep no problem next is Teresa. go ahead please Teresa. hey Teresa, how you doing okay started my day very very early this morning but that's another story um currently i am reduced using my um, NLS player that the library issued me and also the e-reader that the library issued. So those are what I'm using for books. I did have, well, I still have them, two uh, Victor Strings, the um, second generation, but they both need to go to the rehab center. (laughs) (laughs) They need some serious rehabilitation. One has a cracked motherboard and the other one, I'm not sure if I'm going to describe this right. I'll do my best. It, uh, a part of a SD card, you know, the, the little things at the very bottom, these little grooves, you know, those little ridges down at the bottom, one of them got loose and it uh, got entangled up and see some inner works in um, the stream. And I think a piece, well, I know it broke off, but I think a piece touched um, the um, inner works 
because one day I heard this pop sound and I thought it was maybe a battery, a bad battery that popped. But um, I think it was the stream because later that night I tried to turn on my stream and it was trying to boot up and then it stopped. And I didn't know why, you know, that it even stopped. And so I tried it again. And this time I held it up to my ear and I heard this little sound, you know, like, uh, you know, cu- cutting off. But you could mm. barely hear it unless you held it up to your ear. I'm thinking of bypassing those people up in Quebec. And um, I know there's an individual in the U.S. that lives in Maryland. I'm not going to say their name, but um, who um, is um, requesting uh, uh, dead or dying Victor Streams. And I guess he does repair work. But an individual said, another individual that lives in his state said that um, he repaired some of hers and then um, actually brought them to her house. Hmm. I don't know how much. I don't know how much he charged her for it. I didn't ask. You know, she didn't share, and I didn't ask. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, uh, find the resources that are available to you, especially when devices are out of warranty. Uh, so appreciate you sharing yeah. that, Trace. Unfortunately, we don't know what's going on, so it might be worth reaching out to that individual. Right. That's well. I did my best to describe the um, SD card <laughs> thing. I, yeah. I don't know why it ate it up, but uh, well, I think that SD card was about ready to go, and it did. Yep, there you go. Well, thanks a lot for letting us know you have two victors, Teresa, and uh, right. you have a great rest of your day. But I'd like to oh. know what happens when um, Victor, when not Victor, but SD cards, when you've had several books on there and you know how many you've had, and all of a sudden it shows you you only had X amount of books. Um, like what's going on there? No so hard drive S- or any SD card is going to be living forever. So I always say make sure you back everything up in multiple places. Yes. Okay. And SD cards are not the best for long-term storage. Cloud okay. is always good. Okay. Dropbox, you know, any of those kinds of things to help back stuff up because okay. you're not using another piece of hardware. Book? What if it's um, a book from, you know, NLS? What do you do in that case? Those you can't really back up. So your best bet is going to be to go re-download it to a couple of different SD cards yeah. if that's the way you want to do it. Go ahead, Michael. You can, you can, you can okay. re-download Bard books. Yeah. You know, it, it's not yeah. like, you know, you download it, you lost it forever. You could just re-download it from Bard. So it's not okay. uh, like, it's not like you bought a book and you had the PDF and you just lost it forever. Um, Bard will let you re-download. But your podcast, and if you recorded a song from a radio station, that's Oh yeah, if you recorded something, yes, then that, you, you would want to definitely back that up. Okay. I gotcha. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have Thank a good you. day. You too. Next, we have Nagif. Go ahead, please, Nagif. Hey, Nagif. Hi, it's, how you doing? A, it's, a, it's Deborah. It's, oh. um, that's the, the uh, first part of my email that you're, you're getting there. I have a couple oh. of questions, a couple of incidents here. Um, I have, I think it's an iPhone 10. I always forget what kind of iPhone it is. It's a refurbished iPhone. And I was trying to activate some of the settings this weekend on. Uh, the Dolphin Easy Reader app that is on the uh, the iPhone, and I don't know what in the world I've done, but the uh, result of the whole thing was um, it slowed down my iPhone terribly. Uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't respond to swipes or flicks or taps. And when voiceover said something, it would be in the middle of saying something, it would, it would cut off r- really quick. And the other thing I noticed 
as a result of what happened with the iPhone is I've been trying to uh, sync my my email contacts into my uh, my iPhone so that I can just tell Siri I'd like to send an email to such and such a, an email address. Well, I think the I, I think for some reason my email my emails might have been sunk into the iPhone because when I went to work on my desktop computer on the next day, I found the arrow keys were responding very, very slow, like the the scroll up and down and right to left keys. But when I read something in one of my other documents here, it read just fine, but it was only in my email. It was only in my emails where the the scroll keys weren't uh, weren't responding well, and either was the uh, the tab keys. So I really don't know um, what happened. Now my iPhone seems to be responding quite well. I just left it plugged in for you know for a couple of days. Decided I was fed up with the whole thing and didn't touch it. So um, I I don't know what what happens um, with uh, with all of this. So, um, well, let's first address the iPhone issue. So let's uh, uh, take away the apps and all of that stuff. The first thing I would say is we're not sure it sounds like which model of iPhone you actually have. If you have actually one of the 10 models that is going to be probably coming closer to the end of what's out there and current in terms of operating Mm -hmm. systems. Mm -hmm. If you don't keep your phone somewhat up to date with the operating systems, then Mm -hmm. you'll find that some things are going to either run really slow or possibly be incompatible. So you might want to check that out and see how far back you actually are. That would be the first. It seems to update itself quite a lot. But is that the operating system or just the apps on your phone? Because there's two different things for that. I have no clue. The second thing I would check is older phones have smaller hard drives than the current phones that are out there now. So you might want to go in and see how much storage you actually have available on your phone. And the way you would do that is you would go into settings, general storage, and that will tell you how big your hard drive is on your phone, how much have you used, and how much you have available. So Mm -hmm. if you have almost no hard drive space left, it's going to run really sluggishly. Mm -hmm. So you might have to take some stuff off. If there's apps on your phone that you don't use, maybe take some of those off. You'll have to maybe take other things off. Just depends how big your hard drive is Mm -hmm. and um, how much space you actually have or don't have. So that would be something to check. So Um, go ahead, Michael. So looking at your... The issue that you mentioned, the your your question about the uh, Dolphin Easy Reader, it slowed down after you did something with Easy Reader. Is that what you were saying earlier? Yeah, it just kind of like slowed everything right so down. So here's something that you can look at, okay? And that's, uh, you know, when you have Easy Reader in your app switcher, the app is running and maybe running in the background, mm-hmm. Right. And so it may have an error. Some apps can slow down your phone if mm-hmm. they are running in the background and they're not closing properly or if they're not running correctly. So mm-hmm. sometimes closing apps out of your app switcher can fix um, sluggishness. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's one way to check. You know, you could try uninstalling Easy Reader and see if that fixes the problem. Yeah. Restarting your phone. Mm. Those are all things you can try. And then um, seeing if, if, like Marty said, your or space on your heart, on your phone's drive, check that. And also your battery level. Your battery, like how much battery percentage you have left on your phone can attribute to speed. So mm-hmm. all of those things, you know, you're, you're, you could go to settings and then uh, general and about check your iOS version, you know, make sure you're at 16. I do not believe 17. I could be wrong. It may not run on the 10. So that might be something to look at, but mm-hmm. 16, I believe does. And so uh, you should be good there as long as you can make sure your software's up to date. And mm-hmm. those are some things on your phone I would check as for email. I don't think the two are related. I think it might be something with your computer. If your email with your arrow keys and things are sluggish, that would be something different from. It eventually straightened itself out. Uh, and I don't know why that would happen. It just seems like really strange mm-hmm. that the, the, the very same things were happening, you know, with the computer mm-hmm. and the, um, and the iPhone. It was just, just absolutely mm-hmm. weird. They usually don't transfer over between each other. So that's, Probably a coincidence, but uh, still concerning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those well, same tips you. that we said for your phone in terms of checking hard drive space, making sure things that are up to date, all of those things, I would definitely say the same thing for your computer as well. So that, you know, make sure you got available hard drive space, you're somewhat up to date, all of those things. Right. Uh, I'm wondering if if I send a, a request to, um, what is it, unmute? Dot feedback, show? feedback at yeah. unmute.show. Well, feedback at unmute.show. I wonder Correct. if somebody could uh, send me some some notes because I won't remember a thing that you told me here. And so Yeah, that's fine. Shoot an email to us and, and we'll get you some information. And also keep in mind, all of this is being recorded as a podcast. So you can go back and review it later. Oh, right. Uh, okay. So you can get the information. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Next, we have Dexter. Go ahead, please, Dexter. Hey, Dexter. Okay. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, first, with regard to an iPhone 10, uh, yes, they do run the latest version of iOS because my India iPhone is running the latest version of 16.5 or 6 or whatever it is. Okay. Second, with regard to the uh, Sense Player, uh, they actually have that entire eight hours of tutorial on the Sense Player itself. Oh, that's good to know. And do you know how you would locate that on there or where it is on there? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I've i been, well, I got the thing and then had it for a week before I took off on a trip and I'm still on the trip. So I, it's at home. But um, That's a thing I, I would think you'd want to take with you on your trip. Well, I worried about taking my iPad and so forth, uh, especially since I had to get it replaced. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, uh, I think, okay, it's on the Flash Player, and I think it is under, oh, man. If she goes down in the files uh, listing and that, there's, I, I think it's under, uh, like, mp3s or something like that um and yeah the entire thing is there um and it is a very good tutorial i've gone through probably about two-thirds of it only 
And yeah, it's a lot of information. There's a but it's lot great of that they put it on there so that you have it right on the device if you want to listen to it. Yeah, I also, and I can go ahead and send you an email with the link. And if she contacts you, she can get that link then. But yeah, that'd I be have, great. We'd appreciate that. Thank you. I have a link for uh, those MP3 files. And I, I actually called them and they... Uh, sent me the link and I have downloaded all those files and actually have them out on my cloud. Oh, that'd be great. If you can send us that, that'd be great. And anyone who is interested, we can shoot that over to them. So that's the only things I had to say. All right. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. We have phone number 974 ending in 874. 970 ending in 874. You're muted. Star six to unmute, please. Let's try this phone number. Uh three oh three ending in three oh three ending in nine three five. That's me. That's Petra. I've talked to everyone before, but I still don't know. I'll have to send you a note, Michael, and ask how to get my name up there, but sometimes I'd like to be anonymous. I'll be fairly quick. I have an iPhone thirteen mini and um I'm very tempted by a synth player, but I'm wondering what can I do with uh, either a Victor Stream or a Sense Player that I can't already do with my iPhone or my note taker? What advantage is there? Um, that's a great go question. Ahead, Michael. That's a great question that I think is, is always, you know, we've, we've talked about this on a lot of, on the IA cast is wh- why should you have another device? And it, it comes down to, they really do the same things, but the the advantage of having the sense player or the Victor Reader stream over an iPhone, well, alongside an iPhone or an Android phone, is they offer that uh, they offer the ability to do things other, you know, on another device other than your phone. For example, I'm low vision, so I have an iPad Mini. Uh, well, I have too many iPads and things, but that's beside the point. Uh, I have a lot of different devices that I use because I don't always want to be on my phone, and I want to save the battery of my phone. So it could be used for other tasks. So having, you know, a Victor Reader stream or a sense player or an iPad or any other device for media consumption and and doing other things can be beneficial because you have that extra device. So, you know, like for me, I, I read all my audible books and my other books on my iPhone because I'm just listening to audio through headphones. I can accomplish all of that on one device. I don't personally need uh, you know, the others, but I use for like my Kindle books and books I'm reading like comics on the bigger screen, but that's my needs as a low vision person. I have separate devices for those reasons. But if you're using, you know, Bard or other apps, you may want that other device so that you're not draining your battery on your phone or, or things like that, or just so that it's easier to using. You can pick up and put it down quicker. Even for taking notes, you can record on these devices. So it just depends on your use case and why you would like that extra device. The other thing too okay. is the sense player or the Victor stream. They're tactile. So this would be a very expensive way to go, but some people really want to be able to use an iPad or an iPhone, but they just either can't, whether there's a physical issue or maybe are unable to understand learning the gestures and doing all of that. Just doing stuff on a piece of glass is really difficult. So using something like the sense player to control your device tactily is something that's really beneficial to a lot of people. Okay. Thank you very much. Yep. No problem. Have a great day. 
Mary Beth, go ahead, please. I just had a quick comment um, on the, the I, I don't have Sun's player. I have a Victor Stream and a Victor Trek. But I have to say, um, Earl Harrison gave a great uh, demonstration uh, last night on Tech Talk, which is going to be podcasted. Of all the, it, it even made me want it when I really don't want it at the moment, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It talked about that, especially it addressed the um, the new updates that just came out. It and was one of those true. things There's you didn't think you conflict. needed to have, correct? <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, exactly right. I don't need this. I already have two of them. You know? <laughs> um, but I was, it, I have to say that the Sense Flare does do a lot more in certain respects than the, um, either one of the Victor that I have. And from my limited exploration of um, the, you know, the, the next two, uh, certainly some features that aren't on those either. And, and, you know, that being said, there are a couple of features on the Victors, the new Victors that aren't on the um, uh, Sense Player. At least they always got to make sure that one does something the other one doesn't do so that they can sell you on that. And then you need all the things, right? <laughs> I know. What we really want is them to do like dueling players, you know, like give half hour for whoever to give a demo and then half hour for whoever else to give another one you know, like, yeah. to see what they do. They yep. would probably hate that, but I would love that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yep. Have a great day. Thank you. Yeah, as well. So you may want to check out that Tech Talk at some point, uh, the T-E-K Tech Talk um, podcast. When that comes out, if you want to email that over to us, if people request it, we can shoot it over to them or show them how to get there. Okay, sure. Uh, next, we have phone number 970, ending in 874. 970, ending in 874. Please unmute. Maybe we go to the other person. We're, we're getting close on time. Malcolm. Okay, two quick comments. One for the person looking for a new cane, Ambutech. Ambutech is located in Canada. However, they do have locations throughout the United States that you can get your cane from faster. Uh, two, I didn't know that you were, I thought you were talking about the Sense Reader, and I don't have one of those, but I do have a Victor Stream. And in regards to that, the person that was thinking about buying a Victor Reader 3, I would suggest you don't until you wait a while. They are having trouble with the Victor Reader 3. I think it's associated with the battery, but I'm not positive. Uh, and then when you're saying Sense Reader, how are you spelling Sense? S-C-E-N-C-E, -E, I believe. S-C-E-N-C-E? -E? Yes. I'm pretty okay. sure that's correct. Okay, so I can look that Michael up. Michael Doyce, is that then. correct? I'm looking it up right now. Hang on just a second. It's S-E-N-C-E. -E. That's what I thought. I mean, I'm sorry, S-E-N-S-E. S-E-N-S-E player. S-E-N-S-E player. S-E-N-S-E. It's player, not reader. Yes. Okay, player, right. Sense player, and it's from Hims. And they come in two models, one with OCR, one without OCR. That means it comes with a camera. And one does not come with a camera. Okay, and that's H I M S. Yep, Hems Inc. Hems. <laughs> There's also a Hems site where you can get razor blades from. So yes. yes, there is. Yes, yeah. there is. Maybe you need to combine, Inc. and you can listen while you shave. H I M S dash Inc dot com. Inc dot com. Okay, thank you so much. Yep, no, no problem. Worries. Have a great one. Thanks. And is that it? There's no more hands. Look at Ooh. that. We made it through today, everybody. <laughs> on that note we are just about at the end right here so i think we're going to wrap this up 
So everyone, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. And as always, thank you to Katie and Brad for all you do for us. We always appreciate you guys. Everybody have a great week and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Thanks.